Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pre-Med Perspectives. I'm Lasia, and I'm here to record our season three finale with a very special guest, Ramya. Ramya is a student at Michigan State Osteopathic School of Medicine and um, or College of Osteopathic Medicine, and she is a first year. Today, she's going to give us some insight on DO um, path and applying to DO school and how DO school is unique. Um, so let's get started. How are you, Ramya? I'm good. How are you, Lassia? Thank you for having me. Of course. So let's talk a little bit. Um, when you're applying to schools, what was your like plan when it came to applying to DOs versus MDs? Um, so actually, my path is probably similar to yours because I was in the Osteopathic Medical Scholars Program. Of course. Um, yeah. So um, I went into Michigan State thinking, you know what, it would be really nice to like not have to take an MCAT because, you know, I'm, I'm not somebody who's great at standardized testing. So I thought that, that was like a huge advantage for me. And so I came in thinking that. And then as I went through the years, I was like, maybe I shouldn't limit my opportunities and maybe I should try for taking the MCAT. Um, that didn't really happen really. I, as in, I took the MCAT once, but I didn't really get a score that I liked. So I really only ended up applying to DO school or MSU-COM. And so I can't really answer a whole bunch of questions about like the difference between MD and DO other than like my limited knowledge that my roommates have given me because you know like my a lot of my friends are applying to med school right now and they are doing the MD and DO processes um but yeah I only applied to MSU com um and so it was kind of like a simple process I just like did everything through a comas and um just had to write my personal statement and one set of secondaries and then interviewed and then yeah that was it <laughs> Awesome. So I know you said some of your roommates and friends, you know, applied to MD and DO schools. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that difference from what you know. Um, so I know that for MD schools, they, well, first of all, the more schools you apply to, the more essays you'll have to write. And I think that's one thing that a lot of my friends have been struggling with right now is just writing secondaries. Um, because Every school's secondaries are are usually pretty similar, but like, so you can reuse some essays, but at the same time, like, you do have to make it sound like you're interested in that school and it's not like a generalized secondary that you're sending out for everyone. Um, But um, in terms of like differences between the process, I feel like it's very, very similar, except for... um, for the DO schools, you use AA Comas, and for MD schools, you use ANCAS. Um, and also for MD schools, they have um, something during, like before their interview process, they use something called CASPER. Um, and it's essentially like a behavioral situational type of test. I'm not, I haven't actually taken it, so I can't really say much about it. But um, yeah, it's like a it's like a behavioral type of exam. Just basically make sure that you're like a good person. So, yeah. Yeah, no, from what I've heard about Casper is just the idea that it's a test that just tests your ethics and personality a little bit more um, than your intelligence and knowledge of science. But again, right, exactly. I haven't taken the exam, 
I'm not sure if I'll ever really take it. So that's just the limited scope I have as well. So when it comes to the actual curricular differences between MDO and D MD and DO school, I'd like you to talk about that a little bit. Um, so DOs, we learn everything that an MD does in terms of the, like the science classes, take all of the, you know, pharmacology biochemistry, genetics, like all of that is same is the same, except we do an additional uh, type of class called OMM or OMT, which is osteopathic manipulative medicine. So essentially, um, we are looking for areas of like asymmetry or um, differences in um, like tension in the body, I guess. And uh, because those can lead to different health problems that you may have by not having um, alignment of your spine. And so we're basically treating those asymmetries in your body in order to treat different conditions. Very cool. So yeah, um, a lot of people talk about the differences between DO and MD. And again, the only difference really is, like you said, the additional training DOs had. So when it comes to residency um, and matching, tell me a little bit about the differences and processes um, you have to take um, in MD and DO school when it comes to testing, the process itself, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so in terms of standardized testing, uh, there's two different tests that MDs and DOs take. So MDs usually take the USMLE, step one, step two. Um, and DOs usually take COMLEX level one and level two. So the only difference between those exams is COMLEX will also test on the osteopathic manipulative medical techniques um, in addition to your basic sciences. But essentially in terms of like content, it's, it's basically the same other than that. I know a lot of DO students still choose to take the USMLE, but you know that we might see a change in that because you know, the USMLE is now pass-fail, so there's no score. So uh, the COMLEX is not pass-fail yet. I know that's um, something that DO students are really trying to push for, but as of now, it's still a score-based assessment for level one. So um, yeah, and so those scores are definitely taken into account for residency, plays a huge role in where you get your residency. Um, now with the merger, DOs and MDs com compete for the same residency positions. So it used to be that DOs um, were set aside a certain number of spots um, by different hospitals um, for, for residents, but now there's, um, we meet MDs and DOs compete for the same positions. So um, it doesn't really matter, I guess, anymore in terms of for, for residency and like where you can get a residency. Yeah, I think it's interesting how um, so they've tried to like level out the playing field, but I wonder what type of impacts it's gonna really end up having and whether it really truly is going to even um, the playing field. What are your thoughts on it? On the merger? Yes. Okay. Um, I honestly don't know. I've asked this question at so many like pre-med panels before this and everyone kind of gave me the answer of I'm not really sure what's going to happen. I'm not, no one really knows like how this is going to impact. Um, I, I assume that the reason that they did this would be for a positive effect on DOs so that we 
are given an equal opportunity at all residencies that MDs get, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure about it. Yeah, no, that completely makes sense. I think we're just going to have to watch and see. And I too agreed that it was done with all the best intentions. Mm -hmm. So um, with that being said, let's talk a little bit about the actual practicing of an MD and DO. And um, I just want to further emphasize once again that DOs and MDs do the same exact things. Um, And some of the things I also took like this osteopathic medicine class they were talking about is the fact that you know DO residencies and DO practice sometimes are a lot smaller um so the class size is a lot smaller so you can get some more hands-on experience so I think that's also something when considering DO and MD schools to be on the lookout for is like everyone talks about this idea that you know it's a smaller community um and it's way easier to make connections and like get good letters of recommendation and kind of stand out. Um, is that what you've experienced so far? So I think I have had a little bit different experience because of COVID. Um, so we, we have significantly decreased our class sizes in when in-person classes. Um, like right now, I only see the same 10 people every day because our class sizes, they've made it so that we only have one partner for, and we only go in two times a week. So um, in terms of class size, it is very small right now. Um, And also this online lecture format has made it like, I'm not really sure how, how it would have been if we were in person in terms of like, how big our classes would be um, or anything like that. But I know there are 60 people at the DMC campus where I am. So I'm assuming it would be around 60 people that I would see if I were doing in-person lectures. Um, And that is nice. And, but like, I know like the East Lansing campus has like 300 students. So I'm sure it's like a very different experience for them in terms of like what in-person lecture is like um, compared to us right now for sure um so when it comes to md versus do what was some of what are what's like some advice you'd give like future applicants or current applicants about you know the difference and choosing between the schools um so i think like a lot of people really if we're being like completely honest most people choose MD or DO schools to apply to based on their stats. If you feel like you have really, really great stats, a great MCAT score, great GPA, great extracurriculars, you probably are going to apply more MD schools because you feel like you have a better shot at that. And um, even though like that is what people base their decisions on a lot of the time, I think it's really important that people don't like like, I think that it's worth giving DO a shot. I think people should look into the philosophy, see if that's something they align with. And if they do align with that, they should apply to more DO schools. Because I think um, what osteopathic medicine needs right now is people to advocate for it. Because especially right now, there's still a lot of stigma against osteopathic medicine and people who still believe that DOs are not as good as MDs because we you know, may not have as high stats just because it's easier to get in or whatever, even though med school is really hard to get in anyways. But like, I think it's just important that people apply to DO schools um, and 
don't like like actually look into the philosophy because I think there's a lot of really great aspects to it like the holistic medicine idea and I think these are things that NDs agree with as well like the idea of self-regulation so that we can reduce um, over prescription of medications like you know treating people as people not diseases or symptoms and yes I know that's like something that can be taught at ND schools as well but I think that starting that education from the first day of med school is something that osteopathic medicine really emphasizes. And it's really helps you keep that mentality when you're practicing later on. It's not like a side class um, when we turn, when we look at um, patient care or like treating patients using the osteopathic philosophy for us, that's like the main thing that we're focused on. And so, um, yeah, so I think- I, I just wanted to add something in here. I know you talk a lot about like stats, having people choose between MD and DO school, which is valid, but I think stats, I mean, even if you look within MD schools or within DO schools, people just apply to school based on their stats in general. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something people should, people should kind of stay away from, in my opinion, because if everyone's really saying these admissions process are, you know, super holistic, this and that, I think there's more than just a GPA, whether you're way above or way below that average, that's going to help you get you in. Right, exactly. I agree with that. Yeah. So um, it's really interesting because I like how you touched on the stigma between DOs and MDs. Recently, FIGS released a very, very controversial um, advertisement with their scrubs, their high-end scrubs in it with a DO women. I mean, this lady was reading a books like I think it was human anatomy or terminology for dummies and she was holding it upside down in her tag said Dio um these types of things in my opinion uh, heighten the tension between Dio and MD differences what are your opinions on it and how would you respond to this um yeah so that's definitely been something that we have been talking about at um, one of the Um, clubs that I'm in in med school called SOMA, so the Student Osteopathic Medical Association. Um, And we, I know like me personally, I really feel like that is doing an extreme disservice to DOs and women especially. Um, I know like they zoomed in on the DO badge part too, which was kind of like, hmm, so they really knew that what you were doing when you did that. And it still went through the marketing team. I don't know. I find it like really interesting that like there were a lot of red flags about this ad and none of them were caught. But um, I mean, I know they apologized for it. And um, they I know like I've I've seen like a couple YouTube videos about like people giving their opinion on figs and like this whole ad and this whole scandal and I know like what they have said is that like figs does a lot of really really great work to help um to help doctors and nurses and like a lot of like charity work and volunteer like volunteering and things like that um to advocate for the medical field so I I would love to, I want to think that this was just a harmless mistake, but who really knows at the end of the day, I guess. Um, Yeah, I I mean, you'd you'd like to think it was a harmless mistake, but at the end of the day, with Mm -hmm. a marketing team of X amount of people, it's it's a pretty big company. I'm really shocked that they were able to make such a blunder. 
Um, so that is it for our conversation with Ramya on the difference between her allopathic and osteopathic medicine and about her application journey. Thank you so much, Ramya, for your time. Um, and we will we will see you guys all next Friday with season four. Have a good good rest of your day, guys. Thank you.